My other podcast here for this weekend, apparently I'm on a roll for some reason about this modern day slavery stuff. So I published another article here a while back and I'm going to go through that again. Um, Part of it is in dedication to my friend as I mentioned before and I just kind of received some sad news due to family issues. She's decided to leave the United States and go back home to where her family is overseas. Now, I'm not going to tell anybody where she's from uh, for her protection. But the big thing, it just makes me sad to think that the United States is so bad that immigrants, educated, very highly educated immigrants to the United States, and they've lived here long enough to even become citizens, are now leaving because they think the United States is a bad place to live. The stress and all of the politics and all the bad things and all the unhappiness here, they decided that, you know what, maybe living back home wasn't such a bad, you know, such a bad deal after all. And I'm thinking, that is a really sad, I don't know, what do you call it, a sad state of affairs, when people who come to the United States with good intentions, and are good, productive, normal people, realize that the United States is not what it used to be, and they would rather go back home because life, be- life is actually better there than it is here in the United States. Now, the United States used to be the beacon of hope for immigrants all over the world. Well, guess what? Apparently that is past. Amer- United States is no longer the beacon of hope for people. And this is what segues into this article that I got here. It's called Illegal Immigration Equals Modern Day Slavery. An article in Overseas News about how traffickers are exploding climate refugees and turning them into slaves. An article in the news from The Independent in England. I quote, Voices. Suella Braverman is gaslighting victims of modern slavery, unquote. The article details how immigrants to the UK are trapped by modern-day slavers called traffickers. Apparently, the English government is a little too distracted by economics, brought on by too many illegal immigrants, Brexit, and a myriad of other woes, they have brought on themselves in fear of these refugees to pay much attention to this. The article is mostly about how the British government has failed all these people and allowed them to languish. Statistics say about 13,000, but might be closer to 100,000 due to lack of actual checking. The Home Secretary believes that these peoples are trying to pull a fast one to gain benefits that the government doesn't have. Gaslighting the problem, to coin a new phrase. The broader picture here is that the UK has a big problem on its hands if this information is anywhere near the truth. They are already pariahs for trying to ship immigrants back to Rwanda, so if they are accused of allowing tens of thousands of immigrants to be caught up in slavery, that will be their death knell as far as relationships with the EU and the United States. Trouble with all that outcry is that the 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 EU and the US must have forgotten that they live in glass houses. Modern-day slavery is everywhere, but largely swept under the rug by Western governments due to the stigma attached. The United States has always had an internal slavery problem since Abraham Lincoln released the Africans with his Emancipation Proclamation. This issue of slavery doesn't just affect the African slaves, but every low-income, uneducated immigrant coming to the United States. Poor people have always been exploited one way or another since time immemorial. Some groups were enslaved after being conquered back in the old days of Egypt and Rome. In modern times, 
since the end of the Civil War, slavery or the very definition of being forced to work for someone with no compensation is considered modern-day slavery. There's no sugarcoating this. It's been going on around the world for centuries, and no one can stop it. As long as humans are considered a commodity and can be bought and sold as such, slavery will continue unabated. For most of the victims, they aren't left with much of a choice over their fate. They are captured forcefully or exploited for their economic plights and then beaten and subjugated. Once they are in the hands of their captors, they are sold off to bidders to be used as sex slaves, household slaves, farm slaves, or anything else the new owners wish to do with them. It's not surprising to hear of British households and farms exploiting these immigrants that have largely overrun their country now. All these refugees want is a safe place to put their heads down and some food. Sometimes they aren't getting where they came from. The British have hundreds of years of practice in deploying slave labor to augment their economy. It's doubtful that this mentality disappeared altogether after slavery was abolished in 1833. This, of course, applies to any of the colonies that the British set up as well, most notably the U.S., Australia, Canada, India, and African colonies. Although the African colonies have changed hands and names over the years, the legacy that the Europeans left them with is still prevalent today. The terrorist militias and corrupt governments learned from their colonizers and passed this down on down to their descendants. Local tribes around the world have always warred between one another, but not on the large scale that they do now. That they learned from their former European masters. Exploiting poor and conquered humans from a defeated tribe has been going on since the dawn of human time. The difference now is that Western civilizations were supposed to be above that by now. Most modern countries do their best to downplay the issue and leave it to local enforcement to handle. Catch the bad guys and put them away. Treat the victims and provide medical as needed. Find their relatives, send them home. End of story. This doesn't solve the bigger issue creating this commodity in the first place. As long as humans are able to be considered a commodity, they will be captured and sold. Bottom line. To stop this, governments and local law enforcement need to step up and punish the buyers. Levy every public and extreme punishments for purchasing slave labor. But because this is relegated to local communities to handle, the trade will continue on the broader scale. Where one group of traffickers get caught and thrown in jail, another group steps in to pick it up somewhere else. It's all about the money. If there are customers for a commodity, there will always be sellers of said commodity. As long as the buyers continue to go largely unpunished, this will continue around the world with governments turning a blind eye because they have more important things to worry about right now. Human trafficking, when a case does make the news, usually is a flash in the pan with the media. Over and done with within a 24-hour news cycle. The buyers who get caught with the goods get life punishments and stay out of jail. The traffickers end up in jail, but more take their place and business, business remains the same with new faces. In England, according to this article, there may be upwards of 100,000 people being exploited by modern-day slavers, likely lured by the promise of jobs and security for their families and forced to work for nothing other than enough food and water to carry on another day. If they die off, there's plenty more to fill the gaps. If these statistics are anywhere close to the mark, that's a lot of farm, factory, and household slavery going on under the radar of the British government. In North America, there are a lot of Plenty of, there are plenty of examples of modern-day slavery right under everyone's noses. Massage parlors, back-alley brothels, farm laborers, meat processing plants, all operating out in the open. 
humans brought in, either voluntarily, like at the factories, and told that they have to work to pay off the debts to the coyotes who brought them across the borders, threatened with deportation if they don't comply. This isn't just a Latino issue. This applies to Africans, Haitians, and others coming into the U.S. Women captured around the world brought in illegally to work as sex slaves in the massage parlors or brothels, commonly called escort services these days. There are women from the Latino countries, young girls and women kidnapped from around the U.S., brought in from Eastern Europe and other supposedly modern civilizations. Think Koreans, Chinese, and others. I just described the U.S., but this is going on all over the world. Australia severely abused their Aboriginal population and still do when away from prying eyes. Canada just got called out for abusing their Native American populations back when. They all probably have massage parlors and brothels filled with slaves, just like the U.S. Then there are the North African and Middle Eastern countries, where modern-day slavery is still legal among some of the Bedouin sheiks and upper-class gentry of Middle Eastern countries. There have been a few stories coming out of Saudi Arabia and their little countries and other little countries there of households severely abusing and killing their foreign female housemaids for next-to-nothing offenses. Once they made the news, they were punished. Well, how many haven't been caught? The Philippine government made a big row about it at the time, but they are a lot poorer than the Saudis, so the fuss went away quickly, likely due to some well-placed reparation payments. And so it goes around the world. Money talks louder than government outrage. The British have bigger problems than policing a bunch of slave traders right now. So do most of the other Western countries. The United States is so consumed by their own internal politics right now, slavery is pretty low priority on the radar right now. Leave it to the local law enforcement agents to manage. In the big cities, the police departments can afford to set up task forces or separate departments to handle this issue. But what about the local yokels in Mayberry RFD? They don't have, nor can they afford to get, the training they need to recognize sex slavery or illegal migrant exploitation going on at the local farm, ranch, or factory in their jurisdiction. This is how the traffickers continue to operate, much like the illegal drug trade. Keep flooding the market with product that way when one seller gets busted, they take their business somewhere else. There will always be buyers. That's the problem. There will always be buyers. The difference between slavery and illegal drugs is that there are no addicts that need slaves like a drug habit, unless you count greed or sex as a drug, or cheap labor creating a more pro- is cheap labor creating a more profitable bottom line? Could this be considered an addiction? We all know that the sex trade has been around since the beginning of organized cities. There are women who wish to do this for the money. Let them. It's their choice. But the women who are forced into it, that's another story. That's what should be stopped at any cost. The same for the people scammed into the slave trade as free labor and held against their will. I read a story about a young man who escaped from a forced labor camp in Cambodia or Laos. He had been lured there by a lucrative job offer from Vietnam and forced to work under threats of violence to him and his family back in Vietnam. In places like North America and Europe, there should be better policies and policing to largely eliminate this practice, but... Apparently, there is not enough interest to tackle the issue of slavery. The buyers are probably pushing to keep this under the rug with a lot of bakshish, greasing some palms, and doing all they can to hide their misdeeds. If an Arab household can stuff a house made in a freezer or trunk and dispose of the body, who will notice? Just another immigrant who disappeared. How many unmarked graves are there around the world right now filled with dead slaves, largely unforgotten, while they were alive? Now that they're gone, who cares about the new one?
just another faceless worker. How many American households, households employ immigrants to take care of their lush landscaping, clean their houses, manage their kids, etc., without asking questions about where they came from? Do you know if your new, your new agency-recommended housemaid is one of those modern-day slaves? Or the landscapers that come around to cut your lush green grass, trim your trees and bushes? If you can afford them, do you even care? That is largely the trouble with all this. Apathy. Very few people care about this to make enough noise about it. We see them every day, but they are the unseen laborers or sex workers until the police bust an operation somewhere. With the underreported 100,000 modern-day slaves in England right now, how long before someone blows, blows the lid off and exposes that? How many foreigners are trapped in this cycle in the United States right now going underreported? Would you recognize a modern-day slave if you saw one? Even most small police departments don't know what to look for, and maybe that is largely the problem. Very good camouflage. It appears to be working pretty well around the world in this modern age, hiding in plain sight in your neighborhood.